Hello, welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode number 49. I'm your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave on a Sunday night as usual. I definitely wanted to get a some podcasts in tonight, maybe one, at least one, maybe two. I don't know, we'll see how the night goes. Because next Sunday... I'm going to have to go to bed early. And I am not a day shift person. I'm a night shift worker. I've been a night shift worker most of my life. And this next Sunday, I've got to go to bed early because i got to be at the up at the butt crack of dawn on Monday to drive to Nashville to participate in the Kodak film walk in Nashville that I talked about in the last podcast. So I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do any podcast next Sunday. So... Uh, the Sunday's important. I need to get some out. And, you know, I'll try to get some out uh, next week as well. But definitely wanted to get uh, a podcast or two in tonight because I don't know what's going to happen next weekend when I have to flip my schedules and get up at the butt crack of dawn like normal human beings and see sunlight and all that stuff. It's going to be strange. So what has happened since my last podcast? Well, I've, all this week I have been working on my first zine. You know, photo zines seem to be all the rage now, and I've never made one, and uh, being a guy that was pretty uh, a younger dude in the 90s, when I feel like late 80s and 90s when zines were uh, a really popular thing, a big in the punk rock crowd and all that, I never really was in that zine culture, I guess. So when I started hearing people doing photo zines, it kind of confused me a little bit. And I started looking up, you know, what, it, what what's all this photo zine talk? What, what, are, what are people doing? Like, And so actually the what really helped me out was uh, Nick Exposed. I watched a couple of his YouTube videos about you know putting together a zine and it actually helped me a lot to realize that it's it doesn't have to be uh you know i don't know it's the whole point of a zine is it's homemade and it's kind of it doesn't have to be like this professional quality bound book that you know it doesn't have to be like this i don't know this professional looking thing i mean you want it to look as good as you can but the point is DIY doing it yourself so after watching that I got you know a little more courage about trying to do a zine so I decided I wanted to do about a five or about use like five pages of uh, uh, inkjet paper fold them in half and that way I get four pages on one page of um eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper this all sounds really easy right should be just the easiest thing in the world to do but finding software <coughs> to, excuse me still under the weather a little bit here finding software to like allow you to print on a half page of an eight and a half by 11 as easy as that sounds that hasn't been that's probably been the hardest part of this whole process is finding software 
to allow me to do that. And I finally found a free office program that allowed me to do it. And uh, even though it was a little bit, I had to work around some things. Uh, but I ended up able, was able to like get the basic layout done in this office program. And then I uh, like basically had to send export as PDF files into Photoshop and print from Photoshop because for some reason this office program was giving me some printing fits as far as where the margins were and stuff. I don't know. It's a it's a long story, but this has been my whole week basically trying to figure out the software and get some sort of printed page out that I could fold and bind my own zine together. So the free program I found is called, uh, this is if you're on PC, if you have a Mac, it's probably, maybe it's probably already got software that you need for this, but the way uh, Microsoft seems to be working these days, uh, you know, they sell you, a, you get a laptop and it has Microsoft Windows on it, I have Windows 10, and you know, they don't give you any programs much anymore, they want you to buy, they don't even call them programs anymore, do they? They want you to buy apps, but... So I didn't have like Microsoft Word on this computer, but apparently Word would have made this, uh, would have done what I needed to do. But that's, you know, over a $100 program. And so I found this program called LibreOffice. I guess that's how it's pr pronounced. It's L-I-B-R-E, Office. It's free, it's like an open source Office program. And I was able to uh, use that program to kind of set up my pages and, uh, you know, they didn't really have a template that did exactly what I wanted to do, so I had to kind of make my own. And it involved a lot of math. More math than I've done since my college days when I was in an, uh, I was in an electronics degree in college. And it was a lot of math. And I, as soon as I got out of college, I, I got a factory job and I haven't had to use math in a lot of years. But boy, I had to use it to uh, get my photos laid out on the page uh, in this office program uh, so that they would uh, you know all be lined up center of page and all that uh, and even though it looked fine you know in that program every time I tried to print it was the margins were messing up somehow so when I was exported those files out of that program as PDFs and went to uh, Photoshop they printed fine so it was a little bit of a workaround, but it didn't cost me any money, so that was a good thing. Now, the other thing was uh, I had to buy double-sided inkjet photo paper where it could print photos on both sides of the paper. And that didn't really give me as many options as I was hoping. I mean, it's out there, but I went to, like, Staples, the office supply store, and it really only had one option as far as double-sided uh, photo paper in stock when I went and it was matte photo paper I haven't done a whole lot of matte photo paper inkjet printing and I mostly uh, went glossy I, I really actually prefer like semi-gloss but or luster sometimes it's called but so I had to buy this matte photo paper and uh, I actually kind of like the way it looked uh, the photos came out printed out quite a bit different than what I was seeing on my screen, which is to be expected with the kind of consumer inkjet that I'm kind of using right now, but uh, but 
you know, they came out uh, darker, and uh, uh, you know, I guess I could have fought it and kept trying to change settings, but I kind of like the way it came out. That all the photos came out a little darker than I expected, but uh, they definitely had more of a, a moody look. So I'm, I'm kind of fine with it, but it was just surprising I've, how much different it is with inkjet printing. How different matte looks than like your glossy and semi-gloss or luster papers. Uh, so, and then like I got, I managed to get uh, tonight. I was finally printing, finally got it done, got my pages all in order, and started printing out all these things. And uh, and then I ran out of ink about after I printed about four of them. I printed like four full zines, and I'm out of ink. And uh, I'm part of this HP Instant Ink program where they're supposed to send you ink when your ink gets low through the mail and you're never supposed to have to go to the store and buy ink but I don't think they expected me to print out a ton of, of photo photos in one day so I ran out of ink and I'm gonna have to wait for HP to send me some more cartridges to uh, print more of my zines out but I at least got four done and I can start, you know, kind of folding those pages and figure out how I'm going to bind them. Apparently, I'm going to need to get like this long reach stapler to staple them together because uh, I don't really have any way to bind them with staples right now. So I get to go tomorrow to either some hobby places or office supply stores to try to find a stapler to allow me to bind these things together with staples. And it's uh you know i tell you uh if you're not printing your photos out you're really missing um kind of the whole point of this in my opinion like it's a thrill to see your photos printed out and then it's another huge thrill above that when you frame and mat them and put them in a frame a nice frame that's a big thrill but this is the first time i've tried to do something like this a zine and you know I've got managed to get one together uh, folded up and all together and flip through the pages and see how it you know how it uh, if it makes sense if it if that you know if it kind of tells a story somehow and it was kind of a thrill I've never done something like this before and uh, it was just it was fun it was fun to look at and see the finished product and I you know I had to put a lot of time into it. I've had uh, most of this week, all my spare time has kind of went to this, but it's paid off. And you know, next time I do one, it, it, it should go faster because I, I know the ins and outs now. But yeah, just anytime you get prints of your photos, whether it be through a lab or an inkjet print or whatever, um, it's, it's pretty exciting, man. And like, it's kind of the last step of the process and, uh, I this and this is all just doing things easy with inkjet printers and or even with used labs. I can't imagine how much fun it's going to be to do darkroom printing, which I've talked about. I I'm going to start doing. I'm slowly piecing together darkroom equipment. Uh, but man, I can't imagine how much how satisfying that's going to be to like print in a darkroom when it's just extremely satisfying just to see any printed output of your photography so 
But yeah, you should definitely do a zine and don't sweat it. I mean, these things are supposed to be a little homemade, a little DIY. You know, don't overthink it. Do use what you have. Uh, I mean, you can go to printers and get places to print them out for you. And, uh, you know, you don't have to have the utmost quality. The whole point of these things is supposed to be a little homemade. And they're supposed to be cheap. And you're supposed to be able to sell them for cheap. That's the whole kind of gist behind it, in my opinion. And uh, But I think, I think I'm happy with what I've gotten. Uh, and I, I was able to do it all on my own, which I wanted to do. I, I wanted to, you know do all do everything myself print it myself bind it myself and I still have no idea how I'm gonna sell these things <laughs> but but I did it and you know I've, I've completed my first zine and now it's just a matter of getting them printed out and folding them and binding them and try to figure out how to get these things out in the world but yeah, it's just, I think it's, uh, it's, it was fun. It was a fun project. Even if I don't sell a single one, it was worth my time because, uh, you know, it gives me something to do, some project to do other than constantly trying to find ways to sell a framed photo or a print at an art show. This gives me an outlet to do something with photography on Especially when it's winter time and it's really cold and it's not necessarily the best shooting conditions. Well, you can bunk, bunker down and, and start working on a zine and, and give yourself something to do uh, when photography is not always the best option as far as going out and shooting because of weather or, or what have you. I will probably tell you a little bit more about the zine in the next episode. Uh, and uh, kind of where I, where I went with it. But uh, just uh, wanted to let you guys know that there's a little some hurdles, but I got over it, and it's, it was a fun process. All right, that's the end of this episode of the Negative Positives Podcast. You can see my photography on Facebook at Mike Gutterman Photography, on Instagram at Gutterman Photo, and you can email me at guttermanphoto at gmail.com. Everyone stay positive. Take some cool film photos. I will see you soon.